Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Larry Johnson and Morning are swinging on the baseline. And Morning, right now, is being held by Jeff Van Gundy. Van Gundy holding on to his foot. And this is amazing. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, let's get right into it. It's a five-hour KM to AM on The Fan. We're going to talk sports. You guessed it. Spoiler alert. It's the most wonderful time. The sports equinox. You know, you, you guys have been hearing me talk about the sports equinox. Everything is happening right now. I mean, there's no NFL game tonight, but there's 16 hockey games tonight. The NBA is back tonight. Bron Bron. We're going to see LeBron and the Lakers, AD and those guys versus the defending champs, the Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, and Michael Porter Jr., and Jamal Murray, and, you know, the rest of those guys, man. I mean, I love the NBA. I love basketball. I'm, I'm growing to love hockey. 16 hockey games on tonight. The Devils are on. And, you know, later tonight you'll see the Suns with KD and Bradley Beal and Devin Booker face the Warriors with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. It's the most wonderful time. If you are a sports fan like I am, you can't get enough of this stuff. And uh, I was on last night after Monday Night Football, and I love where we're at in the NFL. There's no undefeated teams, and the theme, the, the theme right now is like, we don't know who is who and what is what. You know, you thought the 49ers were a juggernaut, and Trent Williams goes down, and Debo Samuel is out, and... They actually were saying Brock Purdy should be in the conversation for MVP. A couple picks last night and a back-to-back loss. Back-to-back losses, I don't know if they're talking about Brock Purdy that way anymore. I was putting respect on his name. Now I'm questioning it. You know, Miami Dolphins get beat by the Eagles. The Eagles lost to the Jets. Oh, that's what we're supposed to talk about. It's Jets-Giants week, 877 337 6666. Just get to the game already, right? <laughs> get us to Sunday because all of these calls and all of this talk about Zach Wilson is he going to be able to beat the Giants? And the Giants defense came alive last week. And Tyrod Taylor, maybe Tyrod Taylor should quarterback the team the rest of the season. Just leave Daniel Jones over there to get that injury right. Uh, I know you guys want to talk quarterback controversy, and that's where I want to talk, you know, with the Jets and Giants game coming up, the quarterbacks. Because if I'm looking at the quarterbacks, I'm taking Tyrod Taylor over Zach Wilson 10 times out of 10. He's a better quarterback. He's a veteran. 
Um, you know, I, it's, I don't think that's really an argument. But there's more talent on the Jets side. And when you think about this matchup, these teams are two and five, um, three and three, and uh, <laughs> it's super mid, but we're going to hype it up because this is New York and these are our teams. And we're going to talk about the defense and the defensive line and, you know, Sauce and DJ Reed going to be ready to go and Garrett Wilson and Aaron, Alan Lazard and all the wide receivers on the Giants who got going last week. Wandale Robinson, Jalen Hyatt, Darius Slayton. Look at Darren Waller finding the end zone. It's, uh, a time to talk about every part of the Jets and the Giants because we don't get Jets versus Giants that often. So that means, you know, fans of both sides are locked in on the same game. They don't, you know, there's not different opponents taking your calls all night and your predictions and your thoughts on what's going to happen in the battle for East Rutherford. Now with the NBA coming back, going from the rivalry with the Jets and the Giants, the conversation has to shift to the Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Knicks. Tomorrow night, I'll be on after the Nets game. I'll see you out in Brooklyn. The Knicks also will open up. And I can't wait to uh, just get back to watching basketball, watching hoops. I think that the Knicks are going to have a good team, and I think that the Nets can be a sneaky good team too. Now, today, I know you probably saw the rumor that came through about Joel Embiid. All right, well... There was a report that the Knicks are willing to offer a trade package surrounding Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, and two or three first-round picks for the reigning MVP in the NBA. No. No. Uh-uh. I would say no. Troll Embiid with his injuries and his antics. What has he won? <laughs> what actually has he won besides MVP, which... That honestly could have went to Nikola Jokic, but you guys remember last year, oh, you know, we can't have this guy win three in a row without ever winning a championship, and then he goes and wins the championship the year they give Embiid the trophy. I mean, there's enough going on in Philly with the whole Harden thing anyway, but Knicks fans, call me up. It's time for you to start weighing in. It's time for you to get hype. And you know what? I'm not a Knicks fan at all, but watching that Knicks hype video... It got me excited. The whole New York forever is like Wakanda forever. And now that the Knicks are actually good, all of the stuff they're putting out looks right and it makes sense. And, man, I was pumped to see our guy CP, the franchise, in that video. CP will join me tonight at 920. And Mike Sando will join me at 820 to talk about the NFL and the NFL storylines and then obviously weigh in on Jets and Giants. So, I mentioned the 16 hockey games, right? Baseball is still happening. Hello, the Texas Rangers defeat the Houston Astros, and they get back to the World Series quicker than the Yankees. The Yankees went to the World Series in 2009. Texas went in 2011. Here we are, 2023. The Yankees are going on 15 years. It only took 12 years. Yeah, so the Rangers, with a bunch of familiar faces, former Mets, former Yankees, Bruce Bochy, Chris Young, they've done it. They're going to the World Series. And now, the first time in the history of the Philadelphia Phillies, there's a Game 7. The two best words in sports, Game 7. Here we go. The Snakes, the Diamondbacks, <laughs> they've done it. They fought. They forced the Game 7. And uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, they, they have all the pressure. Their backs are against the wall. They're in a corner dancing on their own and uh we'll see if they can do it at 807 i'll have eyes on that 
I'll have eyes on the hockey. I'll have eyes on the NBA. 877-337-6666. I'd like to talk to you. There's so much to go around. There's so much to hit on. And uh, I don't want to have a long open because I have guests lined up and we've already got a full rack of calls. You know what we're talking about. I got no hot takes for you. You'll hear my takes throughout the night. If you heard me last night, this show may sound similar to the things we talked about from the NFL being bogus with the officiating. They got to do better. I can't watch these NFL games anymore. You know, speaking of Philly, the Eagles go out there. They have zero penalties. and There's a bunch of penalties against the Dolphins. You can't play like that. That roughing the passer penalty was criminal. You can't even touch these guys. Two-hand touch anymore. You can't even touch the quarterback. In the NFL, there is no more smash-mouth football. Kareem Jackson's getting suspended four games for, yes, a helmet-to-helmet hit, but it wasn't malicious. It wasn't like he was head-hunting. He's going full speed trying to knock the guy out. It's football, and they're going to take four games away from that guy. So uh, we'll talk about the Jets-Giants game. I don't think there's any reason to go back and talk about the Commanders win. Good win for the G-Men. They needed that one. I was happy for uh, my Giants fan friends that actually got a victory Monday and had a good Sunday. But now we turn the page and we look forward to Sunday. So 877-337-6666. A little 10-minute open. Let's break it down so we can get to the phones. Again, Mike Sando from The Athletic is joining me to talk NFL at 820. And our guy, CP, the franchise, will join us to talk Knicks at 920. I'll handle all the conversation around the Brooklyn Nets and the New Jersey Devils. Keep McPherson on the fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. We've got plenty of time to talk sports tonight with all the sports going on. We can have every conversation. Let's get right into it. Leading off, Josh Josh in the Bronx. Yep, Josh in the Bronx. Oh, I can't believe it, Keith. Um, Really, you know, I don't, look, I really don't know what to say. Now that we have everything going on, I really can't wait until you pick your Cosmico's shot of the night or whatever, man. You know, just <laughs> listening to you and hearing the calls and everything, I just want to set the tone by saying, you know, now we have basketball and hockey going into 2024, man, with the Super Bowl and all the Major League Baseball it's hot the stuff. Most stuff. Wonderful it's the, time. You saw it, buddy. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> God bless. God bless, Josh. Josh, you're the man. Josh, Josh Wells up there in the Bronx where the Yankees play. I just always give him a shout out and give him love because he gives it back, right? He's on Twitter. He supports all of us here at WFAN. And then he's in the queue before my intro music even plays. And then as he starts talking, he's trying to get out of the way as soon as he starts talking. He's like, I don't want to steal your thunder. I don't want to take up your time. Do your thing, Keith. <laughs> Let's go to Chris and New Rochelle next up on the fan. What's up, Chris? Keith, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. How are you? Uh, good, good, good. So I, I agree with you. 
um, about the Giants. I think that they are going to play a very tough game, and I like the fact that we're under the radar. Because usually when the Giants are under the radar, uh, the Giants do pretty well. And, I, and as far as the quarterback situation goes, I'm, you know, I want to give this kid Jones a chance, but Taylor's playing well. Taylor's playing really well, and I think he's got to stay in right now because they're moving the ball. The offensive line is going to get healthy when the center and the left tackle come back, and I think he's the best answer right now. Yeah, I don't see any reason for Tyrod Taylor to be sitting down in favor of Daniel Jones this week. You're building on something, right? You had the moral victory on Sunday night football against the Bills, played them tough but couldn't punch it in. Okay, you figured it out the next week. You got two touchdowns, no field goals. You could could have played a cleaner game, right? Catch those punts, make that field goal. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, catch that interception, <laughs> take it to the house. So you want to yep. build on that against the Jets. And I think that Wink Martindale had an excellent game plan against the Commanders. He knew exactly what to do against their weak offensive line. He heated them up, blitzed them. Sam Howe had a rough day. And if you do the similar thing, or if, you, if you do a similar thing to Zach Wilson, if you get in his face, if you disrupt him, he might turn the ball over. He might not have success. That guy is also trying to figure it out. And then Agreed. you heard what I said with Tyrod versus Zach Wilson. Who would you rather have playing quarterback? Tyrod, I mean, 100%. And who would you rather 100%. have, Daniel Jones or Tyrod? A lot of Giants fans are I saying, today, Tyrod. I'm, I'm hey. good with what I've seen out of Tyrod One. Taylor moving the sticks. One other point before you let me go. Uh, leave the Knicks alone. Leave us alone. We're playing well. 47 wins they get 51 this year. Leave us alone. All right. See you later, Keith. Have a good night. Thanks for the call, Chris. Hey, I am off of the trolling the Knicks. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard me last year, but when the Knicks went on their run, I went to game five against the Heat, and I sunk into myself. I was sitting in there thinking, how did I get here? How are the New York Knicks in the playoffs, this deep in the playoffs, and the Brooklyn Nets are swept, and their star players are elsewhere, and just that fast, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and uh, the rest of these guys have a solid team. And, man, they have so much room to grow. I think this year, obviously, Obi Toppin is out. Delaware uh, Jordan, I always call him Delaware Jordan. I just think that's a cool name. Dante DiVincenzo in. Uh, I think that they have a lot of young guys that are looking to take a step forward this year. Grimes, take a step forward. IQ did not reach an extension, right? Uh, Prove it year. Um, Bet on yourself. Go out there and show who you are. We saw IQ go crazy in Boston last year. I really feel like the Knicks missed him in the end of that round against the Heat last year. I think that the Knicks have a ton of potential, and they're supposed to be in the middle of the pack, but nobody knows, right? Uh, with, with the NBA, I get it. You know, Damian Lillard signs with the Bucks, So everybody's looking at the Bucks. Giannis and Dame, oh, they're unstoppable. And then Chris Dabbs Porzingis joins the Boston Celtics. And then with Dame going to Milwaukee, Drew Holiday joins the Boston Celtics, who already had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Unstoppable, right? They're, those are the top two teams. And then I already talked about Joel Embiid as MVP, whatever. Now they're going to throw the ball in the air. Now we're going to actually see... And it's a 82-game journey with an in-season tournament. Who knows? Honestly, who knows uh, who is going to be the finals champion? Who knows who's coming out of the East? But at least Knicks fans know they have a team that's going to compete. 
They know they have a team that's going to be in majority of their games. The Garden is going to be alive and well, building off of the playoff run last year. And as a Brooklyn Nets fan, I have no idea what to expect from the combination of Mikael Bridges and Ben Simmons and Spencer Dinwiddie and Nick Claxton and Cam Thomas. But I think that they have some sneaky guys kind of lurking around in the background in Lonnie Walker and Dennis Smith Jr. and Harry Giles. And uh, with the young guys they drafted and with Jacques Vaughn knowing that he's the man as head coach, I think the Brooklyn Nets could be a good team. I think they can be a playoff team. I'm not expecting them to be tops in the East. They don't have that star power. But I, I think we have two basketball teams that we can watch and enjoy hoops every night, um, pretty much every night, and uh, get the thought out of our minds of, uh, the Yankees and the Mets season that was. Let's go to Raul and Rockland on the fan. What's up, Raul? Hey, what's up, Keith? Uh, first time caller. I love your show. Man. Hey, thank you. Uh, the the real talk. Um, Appreciate it. Anyway, Keith, I, I, listen. I call about the Mets, but before, can I say something about the Knicks? Yeah. I I, I think listen. I think uh, the Knicks are built uh, to be consistently, you know, uh, a winning team for for you know the near future. Uh, I think Bronson is going to have, a, you know, an outstanding year. I think even better than last year. And the the key here is Randall. If Randall, if Randall, you know, uh, learns that Bronson run, runs this team, yep. I think the Knicks, you know, have a, you know, a, a really good chance to go deep into the playoffs. Yeah, don't but, uh, don't need Julius Randall to to win every game or try to win it. Don't need Hero Ball. Don't need him chucking up every shot that he sees fit. I don't think he's many, seen many shots that he doesn't like. It's Jalen Brunson's team. Let him captain the ship, and they have plenty of talented players. And uh, they just got to move the ball, play defense, and and follow Tibbs' lead. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I agree with you. But um, listen, I, I'm, I want to talk a little bit about my Mets because I, you know I, I I know I could be an optimistic uh, fan, uh, but I I think. I'm giving Cohen, uh, you know, the benefit of the doubt. He said three to five years, and we're about to enter, uh, I think, our third year with him. And I'm going to let him – I'm going to give him the time to see if he builds that winner, that, that World Series winner uh, in those five years. Because I think he's got the right person coming in right now, Stearns, to uh, run the team. And we just need to sign uh, the the players that fit into, you know, what you want to do. And – just don't go for the star power, like Otani, uh, just because he's tiny. But if you needed Otani in your team, I expect Cohen to spend the money for him. You understand what I'm saying, Keith? I understand. Um, I, uh, the first thing I thought was, hey, we need a uh, we need a new timetable. We need a new uh, five-year plan. Maybe you add five years now with Stearns. I think that Cohen himself says he wishes he could take that back. And when you look at baseball right now, like the Texas Rangers in a matter of two years – find themselves in a World Series. I don't think right. anybody predicted that. They didn't yeah, even like predict that. Good. They they went for yeah, it, but they didn't think it would actually happen that fast going for it in two years. Yeah, which it depends. I think it depends on the, uh, you know, the right players you bring into a team, I think. I I, I believe, you, you you know, you bring a manager that, that could work with his players and, you know, uh, build something, you know, and you can build a team in, in two years and they'd be winning the World Series now these days. Yeah, I don't know, uh, especially watching, like, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks beat the Phillies tonight, and we're watching the Arizona Diamondbacks versus the Texas Rangers in the World Series. I, I just can't. Like, I don't think any of us know. And I can't yeah. look at I can't look at Steve Cohen and what he's trying to do and say, okay, he's going to win a World Series in the next two years out of the, you know, five-year plan. I think he just was a young owner 
right? A rookie and got overzealous, and he's a fan as well. And I, I guess I he agree. thought that I his money could buy him a championship in modern-day baseball. You, you need money, but you also need to make the right trades, and you need to develop players, and you, you absolutely need some luck. You hit it right on the money, Keith. Thank you so much, man. Uh, I'll keep listening to you and your show, and I'll keep doing your thing, man. Appreciate the call. I mean, we're going to talk baseball tonight for sure, especially at 8.07 when this game comes on. And <laughs> if Bryce Harper and the Philadelphia feel like – I. I get so much joy out of watching Philly lose, right? You can't spell Philly without two L's. <laughs> and they started off so hot with this red October and this dancing on my own song again. And then all of us Yankee fans saying, man, we should have Bryce Harper. And we could have had Kyle Schwarber. And all they did was go out and trade for JT Real Muto and pick up Nick Castellanos. And look, they went for it again. They paid Trey Turner and Zach Wheeler. Zach Wheeler should have been with the Mets, the Will Ponds, and Brody Van Wagenen. And we're about to watch Philadelphia tonight in their first ever Game 7. Do or die. Backs against the wall. Let's see if they're really like that. Let's see if their fans are really like that. You can't call it. Shout out to C-Mac. I was listening to C-Mac's show last night, and uh, I agree with him. And I, and I love that he's been proven right with the whole crapshoot thing. You know, we get mad at Brian Cashman for saying it's a crapshoot. But it is. The Diamondbacks have no business being in Game 7 of the NLCS tonight. They have no business being there. They finished how many games behind the Dodgers in their own division, and they beat the Dodgers. You can't call this. Shout out to Susan Waldman. You can't predict baseball, Susan. Let's go to Joe out on Staten Island. What's up, Joe? You're on the fan. Joey! Hey, good evening, Keith. How are you? There he is. I'm good. How are you? I just want to say, fantastic. I just, I just want to say, I'm pretty sure all of New York is happy to see the Astros. Yeah, yeah I, I watched that entire broadcast but last night until they cut it that. off. I want to talk about those penalties. We got to make noise about this. We can't. We can't give Philly and Jalen Hurts the goat treatment, letting them get away with four holding calls that we all seen on TV and a face mask. And on top of that, you got the Dolphins. With ten penalties and seven hundred, whatever it is, seven hundred penalty yards, that's the reason why Philly's winning. We got to make noise about that. The NFL's got to got to see see that that's unacceptable. It's bogus. What do you think? It's about bogus. It? I, NFL bogus. Hashtag NFL bogus on Twitter. I've been on this for years. It sucks to watch a game and see blatant missed calls. It sucks to see a game like even with the Giants game with Darren Waller being held. Oh, you can't call. The, the pass interference, you can't call a defensive hold because you just called one? No. If you see the foul, call the foul. And then stop creating stuff. Like, well, that that screen the other night got snuffed out. And I think it was, who was it, Wilkins that pushed Jalen Hurts? Just two-hand touch. He's all right. He's a big boy. He squats 600 pounds. He'll be all right. They called rough in the passer, and then that gave them life. That renewed the drive. That I think that was snuffed out on second and ten, and it would have been third and ten. Instead, that's like, come on, like you this is the NFL. This is the highest level of competition, and the refs suck. Like I think I put out there on X, and I hate calling it X. Elon Musk, you're the worst, bro. Like I used to love Twitter before I got to the radio. Twitter was my biggest social media following, and for sports fans, I really feel like Twitter is the best platform. You have journalists, you have athletes, you have fan bases. There's an actual thing called Yankees Twitter, 
where a lot of us, myself included, rose out of Yankees Twitter, just tweeting about the Yankees. And now I go to Twitter, it's called X, and there's porn bots. And it's like every time you tweet something, there's a porn bot liking it. And then I go, it's like there's like muted accounts, and I go and click on it like, what's this? And it's like, come on, this is X-rated. What are you doing, Elon Musk? You ruined the platform. And then, you know, I had a verified badge, I don't know, through hard work and working to get on WFAN radio and MLB Network and Yes Network TV. So they put a verified badge on my account to say, yes, this is verified. Keep McPherson's account, not somebody pretending to be. And now you've got a bunch of people pretending to be somebody they're not by being able to buy a verified badge. Sorry, I just... I had to get that out there for anyone that could hear me. He ruined Twitter. He ruined the platform. But I put on Twitter, the NFL has to be better. The officiating has to be better. Hire some former NFL players to call the game. Think about it, right? I understand that a lot of these former NFL players are millionaires. Maybe they're not interested. But they are better suited athletically to be out there on the field not all of them are millionaires. The NFL stands for not for long. I'm sure there's some guys that played three or four years that are looking for work. Maybe they're coaching college, high school. You know, maybe they're um, you know trying to get into the USFL or whatever. If they actually had an option to be on the field again on Sundays, running up and down the sidelines, being in the mix, calling the game correctly, that's where we got to go. It can't be these like lawyers and doctors and like. Guys who do this on the side as like a passion project, like they're not good enough, man. They don't even belong on the field. They don't belong on the field. So I don't know. And no disrespect to anybody listening that might do that. I've, I've met a ton of, of referees, but I'm talking about the highest level of competition. The NFL should have athletic referees that played the game and understand the game. If you didn't play the game, sometimes you don't know. You're just throwing a flag. And I know there's this whole thing out there. There's two things out there, right? The NFL started to get sued for CTE. So now they are really cracking down on helmet-to-helmet hits. You get ejected. You're getting suspended for four games. Um, So they're really cracking down on that. And then they're protecting the quarterbacks because look where we're at. I could have a five-hour show on how in the NFL you need two quarterbacks. We're watching Tyson Bajant. And shout-out to Bajant and his dad. And the Bajant era has begun in Chicago. We're watching Gardner Minshew. We're watching P.J. Walker. I mean, this weekend we're about to watch... Zach Wilson versus Tyrod Taylor was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers versus Daniel Jones. So the NFL is trying to protect the quarterbacks to protect their product because the game isn't as competitive. The game isn't as good with backup quarterbacks. There are people betting on the game in FanDuel, anytime touchdowns, and betting the over on points and uh, in yardage. They need points. They need yardage. These backup quarterbacks aren't as good. Fantasy football, you need points. So There's a whole thing out there to protect the quarterbacks, so roughing the passer is being called way too much. And uh, obviously with the whole CTE and the lawsuits against the NFL, they are trying to take any type of collisions head-to-head out of the game. I mean, they don't even kick off. They don't even return kickoffs anymore. 877-337-6666. Snake Eyes. Hmm. Let's go to Snake Eyes out in Morganville, New Jersey on the fan. Hey, Keith, thank you for taking my phone call, gangster. No problem. Okay, you just mentioned all those quarterbacks, and you're going to now have Tyrod Taylor, and if he puts together a win against the New York Giants, against uh, the Jets, and you look at the rest of the Giants' uh, season up until the bye, 
With Tyrod Taylor there, they all just became winnable games. <laughs> the Giants can easily go into the bye at six and six. I'm... And I mean, I don't want Daniel Jones anywhere near the field until at least until at least after the bye. You know, because then you come out of you know when you come out of the bye, you come out against the Packers and. You know, with Tyrod Taylor there, those that that's another winnable game for us. And since we're talking about Tyrod Taylor, never forget that guy was a starter in the league. If it wasn't for some doctor at the Chargers who stuck a needle in his friggin' lung, yep. he his starting career would have went a lot longer than it did. I mean, I've got a ton of respect for Tyrod Taylor, and it's funny, right? The NFL's <laughs> tagline this year is you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make up that Daniel Jones struggled the first couple games, $40 million quarterback, and uh, aggravated a neck injury that he had a couple years ago. And here comes Tyrod Taylor. And we were all very critical of the offensive line. We were all very critical of Daniel Jones. We were critical of Mike Kafka, Brian Dable, the play calling. And now, just two weeks of Tyrod Taylor, wait, they they can move the ball. They can get first downs. Right, right, right. And you know what? You know, Andrew Thomas, you know, John Michael Schmidt, you know, yeah, listen, you guys might get healthy, but you know what? I'm happy with Pew there. I'm happy with Phillips on the other side. Yeah. So maybe leave it's, the offensive line it's alone. It's just the way let, things let, evolve, let it right? It's week to week in the NFL. They got to figure it out. Evan Neal, out of there. Andrew Thomas played one game. Uh, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt, rookie, he's out, but... The construction of this offensive line, as we saw it last week, that's the best construction of the offensive line. Justin Pugh, straight off the couch. Glowinski, Bredesen, the rest of these guys. Like, good, good enough. Good enough. You got to win against the Commanders. And if you get a win with those guys and Tyrod Taylor against the Jets, the narrative has completely changed around here. And, Keith, how about Wink, man? How about Wink? He knows what he's doing. he 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 held them to, what, seven points? Yeah. Okay, it was the Commanders, but no, he knows you know, what he's you doing. Could, if you could hold, if you could hold that Jets defense to about the same thing, yeah, the Jets offense has Taylor Zach Wilson operating it. If you heat well him up and you make it tough for him to make throws and make reads, you have the better quarterback, and uh, you also have Saquon Barkley back, right? You know, I give Tyrod credit, but having Saquon Barkley the last two weeks—that's a quarterback's best friend, a good running back, an explosive running back. Daniel Jones missed him for a couple weeks. Um, it's interesting where we are with the, with the Giants in this Giants season. Good to have Tyrod Taylor. I think that's what uh, Dave said. Like, yeah, you know, just good to have him. Good to have You need two. And that is why they paid Tyrod Taylor. He knows the system. He's a 13-year veteran, uh, somewhat of a journeyman. He's got done wrong in certain places, right? He was with the Browns, and they draft Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And, uh, like you just mentioned with Justin Herbert. And then what, what doctor... Stuck a needle in his. I wall. don't know. That was terrible. When I heard that story, I, I, I could not believe that. That that also falls hey, into but, how bogus but, the NFL but that's, is. But that's but that's how they got Justin Herbert. Well, they drafted him, but that's how they thrust him right, into. Right, right. But Justin Herbert was the backup there. Right. That's and how, that's they, how that, Justin he has Herbert it. came out is when you no know, one has played know, since. I don't know how that happened, but it did. But one more thing. One more thing. Okay, we got Tyrod Taylor, and I think uh, they, I think they just brought in uh, Tommy DeVito off the practice squad. Had a great preseason. How'd you like to maybe see him a little bit? I take him over Daniel Jones. Oh, no, I got to let you go, Snake Eyes. I got to let you go. 
<laughs> and shout out to Don Bosco Prep and all the New Jersey football legends. Uh, but nah, Daniel Jones. Just if you were to put Daniel Jones and Devito next to each other, Daniel Jones is a mountain of a man. And uh, I think now, man, it sucks. I feel bad for Vanilla Vic, Danny Dimes. This guy has had to go through some of the hardest things. Any New York athlete has had to go through from being drafted number six overall and viral videos of kids flipping out and falling on the ground and people booing and being upset like what Uh, to him getting booed at Yankee Stadium. Oh, you got to replace Eli Manning. Oh, great. Having different head coaches, different offensive coordinators, having no offensive line this year, not having Saquon Barkley. Like how quickly we forgot what he did last year. You know what they'll say, Paulie? They'll say, well, he only had 15 touchdowns. And I wouldn't feel too bad. The guy's getting paid $40 million. Don't feel too bad here. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. Don't, don't feel too bad for Danny Dimes. Yeah, I don't. Uh, he finessed his way to that bag. I bet you the Giants wish they picked up his $22 million option, and then it could be done with him after this year, right? If he was playing on his $22 million option, and he went down, and Tyrod comes in, then Tyrod goes the rest of the way. See you later, Daniel Jones. And then, I don't know, maybe Drake May is the quarterback right, maybe you get waiting draft. in the wings next year, and Tyrod can be the veteran that he learns yeah. behind. As a Jets fan going into this weekend, I want Daniel Jones to start. I just think I want you Daniel can't Jones do it. to start. So, I mean, I know we got a break soon, but just from my experience playing quarterback and, and the little bit of football that I think I know, when you change quarterbacks, it changes everything. It cha- changes the, the cadence. It changes the play calling. It changes the feel of the offense. It, it changes the style of the offense, the play calling, what plays they feel like they can run. And now you have momentum. You have back-to-back weeks. You have game film that you you build off of week to week. Yep. And you say, okay, let's add this wrinkle. Let's do this. Bring in Daniel Jones, and I'm sure they could do it. But then it's like, well, I don't know. It's like hitting restart a little bit. Yeah. You want to keep going in this direction. You won. Well, you won one, a game last week. One, he's also coming in against a top three defense in the league that's going to be flying off a bye week. Yeah, no. The guy's neck. Uh, he the ready? neck thing I don't like either because there's nerves in, in that. Yeah, and, he's, and, the, uh, the Jets defense is going to be flying. And two, just on a generic macro level, Tyrod Taylor is better than Daniel Jones right oh now. <laughs> right now. Right now, Tyrod Taylor oh, is a better quarterback Tyrod than Daniel Taylor. Jones. And for me as a Jet fan, I want to face the weaker quarterback. And right now, the weaker quarterback is Daniel Jones. He's the worst quarterback in New York. That's counting Aaron oh, no. Rodgers with the one Achilles. Why do we, we build him up just to tear him down. <laughs> By the way, that, that's, what we, that's what we do. That's sports. This is New York. This is the fan in New York. Like The fans were literally chanting this man's name after that Colts game. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. This guy goes to Minnesota. Wins your playoff game, it's all. Oh, you got to pay him. He's a top-tier quarterback. I think Daniel Jones is top-10 quarterback in the league. <laughs> and they, Now it's Tyrod Taylor, baby. That's my guy. Daniel Jones, They took a 10-game sample size last year. Paid him like a top-10 quarterback. And I know they can get out of it. I, I understand all the contract minutiae. I get it. They took a smaller sample size. Said, you know what? This is going to be our guy. We, we're positive this is our guy. And instead of doing that, maybe it would have made a little bit more sense. To not only have it, not have a ten game sample size, but maybe have a thirty game or twenty five game sample size. You heard my take that. about how they defaulted into this, right? This is this is year two of a rebuild. This is year two of a GM and head coach that came in here, and they 
Man, last year they were saying that in practice, they were telling the defense what plays the offense was going to run with Daniel Jones, and they were trying to sabotage him. But, I mean, he still overcame that. And Tyrod Taylor, former Buffalo Bills starting quarterback here, they brought him here as insurance. I don't know, man. The NFL is nuts, and football is crazy. And the fact that Tyrod Taylor is here, I mean, uh, the other fact, I, I had no idea. But then I had to think about it. I'm like, of course. Makes perfect sense. I guess only like Geno Smith. I saw today Cameron and Mace posted on It Is What It Is. Tyrod Taylor is the first black quarterback to win a game in New York Giants history. The Giants have been around since 1925. No, doesn't really matter. But that's just another thing to throw on Tyrod Taylor. He made history. And, man, he did it in those uniforms. Back-to-back weeks, the Giants have worn those, like, 90s, late 80s, look uniforms they had the white ones on in buffalo they had the blue ones on obviously at home the 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 old school helmet like stick with that stick with that look like it's working i don't know that looks like the giants to me and it says giants across the helmet i don't know we got to break it down 877-337-6666 we will have the tyrod taylor versus daniel jones debate i met tyrod years ago i would love to talk to tyrod right now i would love to have a conversation with tyrod right now uh, he used to date Drea. Tyrod's the man. He's winning right now. Uh, we're going to obviously talk about the Jets. And I know the Jets fans are sitting back after a bye week saying uh, they don't stand a chance. We're going to beat the Giants. We we have the talent. We have the better team. Didn't you see us beat the Eagles? We're coming off rest. Zach Wilson's going to build on what he's been doing. Don't you see the progress? So Jets fans start weighing in as well. And we got to get ready for this baseball game coming up at 8.07. Do or die, game seven. Diamondbacks, Phillies down in Citizens Bank Park. Hockey. I mean, it's going to be all on all night. 16 hockey games. We'll talk about the Devils, the Rangers, the Isles, the state of the NHL. And, man, in front of me, I just saw LeBron put a layup in. Was this year 21 for the King? LeBron and the Lakers on the floor against the defending champs. The NBA is underway. And, uh, man, we just got plenty of sports to talk. KM to AM. Keep McPherson, your nighttime host on the fan, taking your calls till midnight. couple guests coming up. But call now so you can join me. Let's hit the break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we'll be right back. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Bounce is low. Tip on its way. It's got the distance and it is good! And Lawrence Tynes has done it again. He's kicked the Giants to the second Super Bowl in four years. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Oh boy. Right back at it on The Fan. KM to AM, a five-hour sports program where you call in and talk to me about sports. You guessed it. I mean pretty simple this is the fan and uh we're going into jets versus giants and we have the first nba game on the season on tonight we have nhl games we have 
uh, the last game of the baseball championship series on tonight. And, uh, you know, Monday night football last night and week seven already of the NFL. We're going into week eight. Man, you know, I, I got off on some tangents last night talking about how bogus the officiating is, the whole gambling aspect, how gambling is legal everywhere. I don't know. I'm a conspiracy theorist type of guy. You know, like last night they said 78% of the money was on the Niners. And I had already had parlays and bets in uh, on the Niners. I didn't think the Niners were going to go to Minnesota and lose to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. Like, you can't predict it, you know. But injuries are starting to happen in the NFL. It's a war. It's a war every Sunday, every Thursday, every Monday. And it's a war of attrition. I mean, you're going to lose guys. So when you lose guys, some other guys get exposed. And without Trent Williams... Brock Purdy looked pedestrian again without Debo Samuel to drop the ball off to or hand the ball off to. The offense changes without Nick Bosa. That defense is not as dominant. You saw Randy Gregory in there last night. Um, it's interesting how, you know, week to week in the NFL, you just can't call it. Like I was talking about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens absolutely putting a whooping on the Detroit Lions. Everybody had the Lions in that game. Everybody had the Lions because, like, we watched – the Ravens lose to the Steelers a couple of weeks. And how about the Steelers? My guy, Kenny Pickett, the pride of Ocean Township High School. They're winning. They're finding ways to win. They beat the Rams, and they're doing enough. They got a good defense. So it is a, a league where you're going to lose guys. Guys are going to get hurt, whether it's Aaron Rodgers four plays in or it's uh, Anthony Richardson leading the Gardner Minshew playing or, or uh, Justin Fields having a, a thumb issue and Tyson Bajan, a Division II quarterback that I was telling you guys about last week. <laughs> I was like, look out for Tyson Bajan. And if you didn't go look up that Tyson Bajan story, go to YouTube. Type in Tyson Bajan ESPN story and learn about his dad, who's like a 19-time arm wrestling champion, like a 19-time world champion arm wrestling. Genetics, man. That guy's a winner, and he had a kid who goes to Shepherd University because that's where he went in West Virginia, and uh, he breaks a bunch of Division II records. He wins the Division II Heisman Trophy. He goes undrafted, but the Bears see him, you know, and the Bears had signed P.J. Walker to a two-year deal to back up Justin Fields, and once they saw Tyson Bajan sling it, they cut P.J. Walker, and now P.J. Walker is a starting quarterback for the uh, Cleveland Browns. It's nuts. And shout out to my guy, Tony Rassiopi. You heard me mention Kenny Pickett and Tyson Bajant. Tony Rassiopi, who I've had on the fan, he's a quarterback whisperer, a guru. I wish I had Tony to coach me when I was playing. Uh, he, he coached up Kenny from high school through college and still in the NFL. He was with him at his pro day, and he was sending me clips last night of Tyson Bajant, and I'm like, yo, I saw him. I follow you on Instagram and Twitter. I saw this guy on your page throwing but he wasn't wearing a helmet and shoulder pads. He looked different. I didn't put it together. You know, it's a great story in the NFL right now. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks playing. Um, you need to. And, like, I wouldn't sign up Brian Hoyer to be my backup quarterback. 877-337-6666. I have a guest coming up at 820. I'm going to try and sneak a call in right here before we break and go to Marco with the update. Keith McPherson on the fan. Eeny, meeny. Miney Mo. Gary's in Waterbury. What's up, Gary? You're on the fan. Oh, first of all, Foo Philly. Foo Philly. <laughs> you know this. Yep. So, yeah, the New York teams. Yeah, maybe we'll sneak in the playoffs. 
and then you know what? You're going to get dominated on the road by an actual NFL team. They will not be any elite team. Oh, don't rain on their parade, Gary. (laughs) We haven't gotten there yet. The season is over. Let's be real. The next important (laughs) game that that might be possible is next MLB playoffs. You got a full year to go before there but is But look an at the schedule, Gary. Gary, game. look at the schedule. Zach Wilson can end the drought. Tyce, Tyrod Taylor can get it done. McFair the Cavalier. Since my the teams are dead, let's get real. <laughs> my my rap name was G Makes, and I'm repping Watertown, Connecticut. <laughs> if you had one jersey to wear every day. Of your life. Mine would be LT. I'm asking you. And if you had one LP to listen to every day, mine would be low in theory. Let's get specific. The teams are dead. (laughs) Thanks for the call, Gary. Hmm. If I had one jersey to wear and one LP to listen to, that's a great uh, call. Uh, Minus the whole raining on the Jets and Giants fans parade. We know the reality is neither team is probably making the playoffs. We take this week to week. We look at matchups. We look at the schedule. We try to project. It's Jets versus Giants this week. Whoever wins this game is going to have a leg up in the uh, race to the playoffs. But great question. Uh, if I had one jersey to wear, um, it would be Troy Aikman because I had probably three different Troy Aikman jerseys throughout life. I still own one. I am a Dallas Cowboys fan because I was a little kid and I watched the triplets and I saw. Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, Michael Irvin, and then I played quarterback as a kid, and when it came time to pick a number, I wore number eight for Troy Aikman. And my brother used to call me Troy Fakeman. So if there was one jersey I would wear, it would be that white Dallas Cowboys jersey with the uh, number eight on it for Troy Aikman. And one LP, I'm a Hove guy. And um, for some reason, when I was young, I guess just the age I was when um, The Gift and the Curse came out, the blueprint too, The Gift and the Curse, I ran that album front to back every single day, and I could still run it, and I could still rap it from front to back, like all the lyrics. So the jersey would be Troy Aikman, uh, all white, with the blue numbers, Dallas jersey number eight, and then the LP would be Jay-Z, the blueprint two, the gift and the curse. All right, 877-337-6666. Marco's going to do the update. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. 